Hello, and welcome to Armchair Experts. Uh, it's been a while since we've done this. Sure has. I am David and or Olaf Asplund. Call me whichever, I don't care. I am Rose and or Rose. You can pick whichever one to call me, I don't care. Uh, on this podcast, we choose topics and then talk about them. Yeah, and we say words about the topic. As we've said before, we always do our research. I read every book in the library every time. And I read every result that comes up when I Google the term. So, we truly are experts in these fields for the week. We really are. Do you want to start us off? Should I Uh, introduce my topic first? Sure. You can introduce your topic first. Alright. So, the topic that I brought today, that we'd go back to a nature theme and we'll talk about bears. Oh, okay. This is a topic you mentioned long ago, and mm-hmm. then we never actually did. Yeah, so we're going to do it now. Okay, sounds good. So, what are bears? Bears are big. They are. Bears also have fur. They're a big, fur-covered creature. Fungus. A- uh, animal, maybe. Could be a fungus. Could be a protist, I we guess. just... Don't know at this point. It's a bit of a mystery. But I'm not super into the whole taxonomy thing. No. So I think that, you know, words are fake and made up. That's true. The All only words things are fake. that exist are what we can see with our eyes, like big and fur and brown, black, white, or Other any combination colors. of the three. No, only the three. Only There are only the three colors of bear? Mm-hmm. They the, could be mixed. They could be different shades of brown or black. Okay. Or white. Or brown and black. They could be brown and black. Would that not create what is arguably another color? No. Gray. No. Have you have you heard of the color gray? Yeah, I've heard of the color gray, but there are no gray bears, David. But if it's like, if you mix white and okay. black, but it's not, do you not get gray? It's not the mixing of pigments. It's like a tabby cat. Where some of the furs are gray and some of the furs are white. And that makes it look like gray, but it's not gray. So is the black on all bears the exact same shade of black? No. There's a lot of different bears in the world. Now this is something that I wanted to mention. There are several species of bear. At least five or six. That is quite a few. There's a lot of bears, so it's hard to make generalized statements. Okay, but so there are only three colors, mm-hmm. and these three colors cannot mix, but no. there are different shades. Yes, because there are light brown bears, and then there's darker brown bears. Wouldn't that be varying amounts of black or white mixed in with the brown of the bear? See, well, now this is just an argument about the nature of color. That's true. Because it's not pigments. Like, these bears are not painted, okay? Yeah, are so they not? That's a, it's a dumb argument. This is about just the light spectrum. Wait, wait, wait. I thought when all bears are made, they get painted whatever color is no, selected. No, no. Then how do they get their color? The fur grows on that way. The fur just grows there? David, what do you think How is the choice of the color fur selected before the bear is made? Well, again, you know, we're getting into something that's a little bit... Off topic from bears. This is directly connected to bears and how their fur color is selected. Evolution. Okay, so, you know, maybe we have... No, I'm not talking about bears as a whole. I'm talking about the individual bear. They don't choose. 
they don't choose. No. Maybe they could get a box dye kit from the drugstore, but their natural hair color is not something that they can choose. Well, I don't remember reading about this, uh, so that sounds a little fishy to me. Well, it's because nobody's ever asked that question, because it is stupid. I mean, your I, hair, I guess. David, grows out of your head a certain right, color. Right, and my mother chose that she did when not. I was born. She actually didn't. Then my dad chose it, I guess. No, he, he didn't either. The doctor or the nurse or no, someone. No, it was genetic. Now, we're just going to have to move on from this part, and once you hit stop, I want you to call your mother and talk to her about how genetics works. I don't, I don't need a hit stop. Your, I'll, call her, chose, I'll call her on the show chose, right now. One second. You better actually call her. I'm going to... I guess I could. I didn't really intend to. I don't to. want you to lie. I don't want you to lie during our podcast. Okay, I'll We call. have a trust relationship between us and our viewers. Okay. Uh, I don't know dialing. how to do speakerphone. It's It's okay. You don't have to put mom on. Dialing. You just have to call I'm going to do speaker. Oh, here it is. Is that getting picked up? Only you would know. Hello. Hey, mom. Uh, so me and Rose are recording the Armchair Experts podcast right now, and we have a bit of a disagreement we need you to clear up. Uh-huh. Okay. So, did you or did you not select the color of my hair when I was born? <laughs> no. See? Oh, okay, no, no, what David did... Has, David has a belief that it's not just natural genetics that determines your hair color. Okay, did no, Dad select it? No, I made your hair, you know, more red if I actually picked your hair color. Oh, Mom doesn't like your hair oh, color. Oh, well, apparently my mother I hates my like hair it, color. Yeah, but, you know. <laughs> she would have chosen something a lot cooler. Well. But, but, no, 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 it's just that, you know, it's so much like other people's hair color. I would have made everybody's hair colors different, you know, if you could choose. But it doesn't work that way. Yeah, and we're all stuck with boring brown hair, just like the bears, which... Our topic is bears right now, Mom. Brown, but it's sort of, yeah, the same-ish brown, so I don't know, whatever. Yeah, all, all bears are born with black, brown, or white fur Okay, well, thanks. Only, yeah. and they can't choose. Thanks for clearing that up for me, right. Mom. Thanks, Mom. We need yeah, an expert witness that. here. You really, yeah, I'm sure you needed that because there's no other way to tell. Yeah, I really didn't know. You're the only authority on <laughs> my hair color from birth. He's the, you're the only one that he would trust. <laughs> right, yeah. That, that, that's good. All right, well. Okay, thanks. Thanks, have a good day. We're going to finish our podcast. Bye. You Bye. So there's the final word. Well, I guess you were right. Okay, so bears, so moving on. they come in three colors. Evolution, like I was saying. Now, there's a bear called the polar bear that's in the Arctic. Right. Now, the polar bear, it has white fur, and that's an evolutionary choice. Because that means that when they put their fur in the wash, they can just bleach it if there's ever a stain, and it won't mess up the color. That is very useful for the bears. Another polar bear fact, uh, polar bears are on both of the poles of Earth, the North Pole and the South Pole. The North Pole bears have a negative charge, and... Uh, the South the pair. South Pole South Bears. Pair bo- the South, South Pole, Pole bears, bears have a positive charge, and that's how compasses work. That's how compasses work, and that's where they're called polar bears. Yes, is because they have a they're charge. They're the magnetic poles of the Earth. It's from the bears, and that's why we really need to save the polar bears 
or else it'll make navigation very hard. Yeah, if we, we don't know have the climate compasses. change is really affecting our polar bear populations, and that's affecting the ability of compasses to work. I don't know how I would get around without my compass. I like, mean, how am I, I gonna always find... take my compass with me if I'm going to a new area of town. Even just going to um, the stores that I always go to. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to Smith's. I need to grab my compass. Okay, I know it's I head south. Very, for very easy to get disoriented. 200 paces west, 300 paces. That's how I know. Mm-hmm. It'll make it really hard for uh, cartographers if they're mapping a new area. Oh, for sure. We, so we need to save the polar so bears. So save the polar bears, guys. Hashtag save the polar bears. Hashtag save the polar bears. If you want to save the polar bears... The Polar Blairs. Send. The Polar some- Blair Witch Project. Yeah. That's my favorite TV show. I know. I love it. About polar bears who are witches. Right. Send some bleach to them. That's on the right. North they or can South always Pole. use more bleach. That way they'll keep their coats nice and clean. They'll keep getting funding from the studios to produce more shows. That's right. Like the Polar Blair Project. Polar Blair Witch Project. Um, pretty little polar bears. Uh, polar gossip bear mall car cop. Yes, polar blart mall cart. <laughs> yeah, everyone loves that it's series. A, it's polar a good bear series. That beloved, that beloved mall cart polar bear. Yes. Wow, polar bear really makes it hard to talk. It is a surprisingly difficult like set of sounds it's not a it's not an easy phrase to make with your mouth yeah anyway so what other kind of bears do we have we got a grizzly bear yes these are bears that are pretty unkempt mm-hmm. uh they tend to not brush their Be hair rough. very often they are always making kind of like a, a sizzling noise yeah That's part of where the grizzle the grizzly name comes from it's from that kind of yeah noise that's always just vibrating off of their body and that's where the kind of uh the chain like i guess steak place grizzler gets its mm, name yeah now do, does, do people have grizzler everywhere i actually i don't know there's there's salad bars there okay it might be a regional chain maybe you know them maybe you don't but it's based off of the fact that we have grizzly bears up over here in the West. I Now that I think about it, I think I've only seen a grizzler in Utah. Here in Utah, so. But there are multiples of them here. If you have grizzlers in the area that you live in, tweet me. Please tweet us. At Pontifex. At POTUS. Yeah. That's mine. That's hers. And I'm at Pontifex. Anyway, so grizzly bears, something interesting about grizzly bear behavior is, um, they're really reclusive. They are. They they don't get along with other people. They're shut-ins. They don't really have jobs, they most watch of them. a lot of anime. They're just kind of sitting in their cave watching anime all winter. Playing video games. And, you know, like, uh, their mom might come in and say, so when are you going to get a job? When are you going to go to college? And the grizzly bear will say... I'm just um, gonna take life as it goes. That's why in the gay community, there's the term "bears," referring to people very, who don't have a job. Very and lazy just, gay men yeah, who don't have a job, and they just sit around and play video games and watch 
TV and anime. Yeah. They're the bears. And there are certain gay people who are, I guess, into that. And, you know, that's fine. That's their choice. Yeah, go for it. You know? Anyway, so grizzly bears, they're very lazy about everything except for killing and eating other animals. Yeah, they love doing that. They really, really love doing that. A majority of bears do. That's true, although... Although grizzly bears have a, a special, like, zealous... For it. They're well. They're they're not just doing it for food. You know, they do it for fun. Polar bears, sun bears. They're just doing it. Black bears because they need sustenance. But grizzlies really do it for the love of the game. I know, and I really respect that about them. Honestly, you know, it's good to have some kind of passion because otherwise they would have absolutely no skills. Right. Also, they are very useful for keeping down like the deer population because they just run rampant so often. Yeah, deer's everywhere. And we need grizzly bears to hunt them down uh, wearing their orange vest shoot them mm-hmm. down. Now if it weren't yeah, if it weren't for the grizzlies I mean we would all be wading in a knee deep pool of deer. Yes, yeah, All so the true. time. And none of us want that to happen. None, none of us. And you mentioned earlier Another mm-hmm. type of bear that I want to talk about. Uh, the stealthiest of all bears. Yes. The black bear. Yes. The black bear is uh, the only nocturnal bear. And it is completely black. Mm-hmm. So it is very hard to see at it's night. It's actually... Um, and scientists just created this term. The black bear is actually, to be technical, it's vanta black. That's true. The black it's, is black possible. You can't really see the bear like physically. It's, it's kind of just a void. Yeah, it's so black that you're you're you like don't really Your brain can't process that level of black. It's like you don't quite perceive it. I mean you you know that something's there, obviously, <laughs> mm-hmm. but you don't quite see it as like a black. So if you're walking around at night and you see just like a a deep, deep black blob probably a black bear and i would recommend just walking away slowly you don't want to startle it though although there is a small chance that it's a wormhole which in that instance it would actually be best to act as big as you can to scare it away yeah it's very difficult to tell which is which and it's pretty dangerous but the point is you want to get away from that bear because it is very hard to wrestle oh no it's good Oh, okay. I thought there was a power outage. No, 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 no. no. Okay. No, no, no. Funny story. Funny story. David's computer fell asleep, and being that I'm an idiot, I thought it was a power outage. Yeah, it's just that I hadn't touched anything in a while, so the it's screens con- turned off to, con- conserve to conserve energy. energy. All computers do it. You know, it's saving the polar bears. Any- yeah, we gotta save the polar bears. Hashtag save the polar bears at Pontifex. At POTUS. Thank you. Anyway, back to bears. I was saying that it's very hard to wrestle a black bear because you really you don't know where its paws are. Because it, you it can't makes it really difficult. see it very well. Trying to get into a headlock, you're like, do I have its head? Do I have its butt? Mm-hmm. I, don't I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm just giving it a hug. I can't tell. That's why when you see people wrestling bears, it's usually a grizzly. It's also because... They are pretty lazy, so honestly, they're kind of an easy target. 
sure mm-hmm. they can take out like deer and stuff, but well, in a in a fair a, wrestling match, they're more of like endurance hunters. They'll track you down to the ends of the earth. Right, and a few grizzly bears have done that to me. Oh yeah, you? Yeah, I th- I think I've lost them. I had to change my name and move and. Wow, wow. Well, hopefully, hopefully this, not podcast, to this podcast. Yeah, if if you're listening to this podcast, grizzly bears. No grizzly bear has ever hunted me. That that's not a He's thing. He's a you friend know. to all the bears. Yeah, every single bear. All bears love. Now, not a lot of people wrestle polar bears because it's too cold over there, and the polar bears don't really like to fight humans because the red blood really messes up their white coat. That's true. Also, because of the polarity they have, they're kind of magnetic. So, if you're wearing any metal or anything, when you try to wrestle them, it can cause some problems. If you have a metal plate in your head, um, braces, a tattoo, just like if you're getting an MRI. Yeah. If you have any of those things, you should probably stay away from a polar bear. Which isn't that hard. Yeah. But you should still try to avoid it. I would recommend against becoming a polar researcher, is all I'm saying. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. Gotta think these through first. Okay, black bears. Um, black bears are very protective of their young. They are. If you insinuate that their young are not talented or didn't deserve to win the art award that they got at their elementary school, they're gonna punch you. This sounds like a pretty specific case. Is this something that happened to you? All I'm saying is that that black bear... Uh, really didn't draw a very good mountain, and mine was masterful. How old were and you? And it was just really politics. How old were you when this happened? Um, let's see. Third grade? Okay, but how old were you when this happened? And how old was the bear? Okay, so it was third grade, so it was pro- probably around... That's like nine. Nine. Okay, nine. So I was probably nine, and this bear, since bears age faster, was probably three months. Okay, that seems... Maybe you should have been a bit kinder to a three month... Okay, but it's only been alive for like three months. That's not a lot of practice time. The mother bear was probably five. Okay, look, just because they age faster and live less long doesn't mean that they acquire skills faster so than a human would. So you think that, would. you know, just because they die faster, we should baby them and pretend that they can make art when they suck at painting. Well, I don't think we should crush their dreams also. Okay, we should, well, you we know, should give them a standard... Prize. We should give them a standard that they can, like, achieve and live up to. Well, I then, mean, I don't know, make a separate black bear... In their entire life... ...version of the competition... Okay, I mean, I guess, but separation is not a good thing, okay, you know. I don't want to segregate. You can't, you can't be truly equal if you're separated and segregated. Okay, that's true, but we also can't be truly equal if, you know, they're getting preferential treatment. Okay, you know, this is just opening an entire can of worms. Yeah, this is. It was just the one bear, okay? I'm sure there are a lot of good bear painters out there. I got and a backpedal here. And let me also say... Angry letters from bears. Black bears are the worst customers when you're working retail. They always, like, they expect you to do everything for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so They're like, needy. does this look good on me? Is this 
my size and you can't see them because they are a black hole. Yeah, and you're like... Void of any light. Maybe if you're wearing clothing that was not also venti black, mm-hmm, then I wear. would have a better opinion. Also, uh, yeah. I was just carrying eight boxes and you interrupted me mm-hmm. and expect me mm-hmm. to literally mm-hmm. drop them all right there on the floor. Yeah, or else you are going to eat me alive. Yeah. Now, Which is a definite threat. I do want to emphasize that for the most part, uh, they live in forests or in mountains. That's right. So if you work retail in a city, normally you don't run into In a rural area, you'll, you'll probably have more bear customers. No. And again, you know, there are, I'm sure, plenty of bears who are not terrible customers, but they should just realize that human beings cannot see them with our eyes. Yeah. It's a challenge to... Uh, it's to like say a, the least, yeah. It's just a it's just a difficult situation all around. It's just there's such a difference in the literal biology mm-hmm. that we cannot see them, and I assume they can see us. Yeah. At least that's what I've been told. It's an advantage, you know, having fought one. Or I guess it was one sided. She just punched me, but yeah. You, she you couldn't see the know fist exactly coming. Exactly where my nose was. Right. That's why to this day I have a crooked nose. That's true. She does have a crooked nose. Yeah, that's true. Just like every everything else we've thing said. That we say. It's all true. Anyway, what other kind of bears are there? There's sun bears. There's a sun bear. Those are the really weird looking ones. They are really weird looking. They look weird because they are evolved to make us laugh. They also migrate with the sun. And travel all the way across the earth every, every 24 day. hours. Yep. Pretty amazing. Nature is really beautiful. Now let's run through the other types of bears. So, so far we've said four. Yeah. There's at least seven types of bears. I thought you said six earlier. Six or seven, I said. Okay, seven types of bears. Water bear. Water bear. There is... Did we say brown bear ever? No. Then there's the there's a brand brown bear. There there is a brown bear. So there you go. That's all the bears. Also, no no we forgot one. I think that was only six because we said four. Then we said two. There's also oh, yeah. the Sasquatch. Yes, Sasquatch. And Sasquatch is, is again. This is why it's six or seven because Sasquatch is technically a hybrid creature. Yeah, is it a bear? Is it a man? We can't tell. We can't tell, but it's one of the two. Science has yet to discover. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think that's all we have to say on bears. That's all That's all we got on bears. If any of you have any bear facts that you want to tweet at us, uh, at Pontifex, at POTUS, just tweet out your bear facts. Let tweet us know. your bear facts. Tweet us if, you've ever, if you have grizzlers in your area. Mm-hmm. You ever been to a grizzly restaurant? I am restaurant? pretty curious about that. We really do want to know. So I could theoretically Google Reach it, out. but I don't want to. Well, it's all, you know, we do all the Googling and the research before the show starts. So if we come up with a question, we just have to call our mom. We could call our mom again. We could. I don't really want to bother her a second I time, do feel though. Ba- I do feel bad about it. We get one, get one call. This per episode. is just like Jeopardy. It's exactly like Jeopardy. You only have one phone your mom mm-hmm. per mm-hmm. episode of Armchair Experts per Wait, is that not? Jeopardy. Is that not? So you want to be a millionaire? That's not oh, what it's called. Oh, you're right. What? What is that one? I think it's so you want to be a millionaire. 
I don't know. One of those game shows. Who who wants to be smarter than a fifth grader? Look, you can only call your mom once on the aggro crag, okay? Mm-hmm. In Legend of the Hidden Temple, you get one phone a friend. And one ask the audience. Mm-hmm. You're like, audience, how do I put this monkey back together? And they say it's actually and really obvious. Everybody's yelling. It's, it's kind of just a cacophony. It's kind of a... It's pretty terrible. Oh, we love game shows here. We do. Okay, let's move on to the next one. Okay, well first, we're going to take a break. Maybe I'll put in a word from our sponsors. That's Depends right. Depends on how I'm feeling right now. We might uh, violate our contract, but we'll see what happens. They already gave us the money. I'm fine with going to prison. Arr. Hello. Hello, Governor. We're pirates. Today our sponsor, Vitaman. Arr, it's, <coughs> it's Vitaman, Governor. Hey uh, there, we're going to talk about vitamins. We're talking about uh, vitamin C today. Uh, vitaman makes many excellent vitamins, including vitamin C supplements. You gotta keep off that scurvy maze. Oh, I say, you don't want to get scurvy, then you won't be able to uh, mop the deck plank. Ain't that the truth? It'll stave off colds, allegedly. Get vitamin C. That's right. We're pirates, and we always take vitamin C supplements so as to not get scurvy or have to take fruits that might go bad. Okay, that's it. I can't okay. I can't do this voice. I you can, can do tell. it all day. I'm t- so good at accents. My voice is just, it's literally giving out as I try to do that voice. I live to do accents, governor. Please stop. I live to be a pirate, governor. I'll do anything to get you to stop. Give me 20 bucks and I'll stop being a pirate, governor. Why some vitamin C supplements? This, this bit has really gotten way too long now. Vitamin C. Okay, please please buy vitamin C. We don't want to lose our sponsorship deal. Yeah, we don't. If you buy vitamin C, please tweet me at Pontifex. And I am at POTUS. Also tweet me if you buy vitamin C, specifically from Vitaman. All other vitamin yeah, C please, is just chemically crap. worse. Also, we won't get paid for it. Yeah. All right, well, this has been way too long of an advertisement. Wait, wait, wait. Make sure when you go into the store, buy vitamin supplements. Make sure to tell the cashier. Tell the cashier. Hey, armchair experts. And they'll give you a 10% discount. That's right. Only if you have a valid military ID. (laughs) That's, yeah. We only give this discount to veterans. Or if you're age 65 or older. Yeah, old people, too. You I, have a coupon from the coupon book that comes with your Sunday newspaper. I assume all all old people are veterans. That's an assumption I make. They're veterans of life. Oh. Okay, seriously, this, this ad is over. Okay, it's over. So the topic I brought right. today. What's the topic you brought? Actually, surprisingly similar. Oh, no. It's not... A mammal. Okay. Like I think bears might be, uh, assuming they are in fact animals. One theory. One theory. I want to talk about specifically 
the migration of swordfish. Oh, swordfish migration. Now, this is an interesting topic that we all learned a little bit about in school. Right. Swordfish migration is a pretty big deal and actually has a big effect on civilization Mm -hmm. as a whole every time it occurs, which is not especially often. Yeah, how often does it happen? Uh, It's like around once every 50 years, but swordfish don't use calendars or at least not the same solar calendar that we do. That's true. So we're not quite sure. Lunar schedule or maybe a mine calendar. That's one theory. We just don't know yet. But the swordfish migrate from the Atlantic Ocean to the Indian Ocean Mm. by way of Europe. That's right. They just all flop out onto the land. It's quite a spectacle. And where that when there are that many swordfish around, it can often lead to injuries, mm-hmm. uh, stabbings, death. Also, people using the swords for wars. That's why. That's really why most of the major wars in history could happen is because there happened to be a at least the European migration. wars. Well, yeah, because Hundred Years War. Uh, they're the Crusades. To, they were about to end that after 50 years, but then there were more swordfish. Yeah, they're like, wow. See, the first swordfish migration, they were like running out of swordfish. They were all going bad. Mm-hmm. And then since it was 50 years, boom, so there's another. That's why it was a 100 years war. After the second 50, more swordfish came up. They were like, we're on board now. But then there was there was like a longer gap, like about 60 years after that. And then mm-hmm, because it's not precise, but yeah, and and then all their swordfish had gone bad, so they had to end it. Mm-hmm. But uh, we don't have that problem so much today because back in the day, people would use the swords, or they just like stab the fish on the ground and then eat them for dinner. But they're doing this migration in order to mate and reproduce, so it's now internationally illegal to kill swordfish if you see one on the street. That's true. It was This is a huge mistake that European that tourists to Europe make if they go during a swordfish migration. And then they're often arrested. That's right. You'll get a $1000 fine at least. It has it for a while got so bad with how many swordfish were mm-hmm. killed that there was one swordfish migration mm-hmm. with only 200 swordfish migrating. Yeah, it, nobody knew what was happening. A lot of people we're like, are the swordfish not migrating yeah. this year? It's been already like 55 years since the last migration. But it was just because they killed all of them from the last year. And with only numbers as low as 200, it's hard for the swordfish to even just fight off their natural predators. Such as shieldfish. Hawks. House cats. Eagles. Elephants. The elephants step on them. The they don't eat them. The dung beetle gives them infections. Yeah, all of which are very dangerous to the poor swordfish, which is almost defenseless because mm-hmm. it needs to be wielded by someone to really work at full efficiency. Well, on land at least, definitely. Well, in the water, in the they water, can swim. In the water, but it's of... so hard to aim because the sword is their nose. We all know this. Right. It's hard for them to, you know, swing it 
in a precise manner because they have to whip their entire body around and we all know that fish can't swim backwards. Right. The only way they can really be precise is by thrusting while in the water. That's right. And it's difficult to hit a fish like that because they're all so thin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're very thin. Unless they, you're coming at them from the side, which they might, rarely... They might go upwards or... Yeah. Most of the time, fish bites are face-to-face. They can get from the side, but it's mostly face. if it's a, like a sneak attack or something. That's why swordfish are pretty good at jousting, but it's, they really only have jousts. Swordfish to swordfish is a dominance kind of a thing. Yeah, they joust uh, not as a hunting mechanism because no, but, it's not very good for hunting. No, yeah, they just joust each other to see who gets this little spot of water. That actually happens. The biggest swordfish joust happens right after the migration. Because that's when they're going to mate and they have to Mm -hmm. get their area. So they set up the tournament, they joust, you know, they also do like archery and stuff. But that's not really the main event. And now it's it's theorized that human jousting in Europe was inspired by the swordfish that they saw. And that's why it caught on. They're mimicking the swordfish. In fact, a lot of the common older European, uh, even just governmental structures like... The monarchy and the feudal system. feudal system was all inspired by swordfish. You want to you want to talk about swordfish uh, sexual dimorphism because that also has an effect on kind of the medieval Europe. It did. The male kind of have more of a broadsword look. Right. There's the the female has more of like a katana shape. Exactly, and that has kind of those ideals have lasted into Mm -hmm. the modern day in Europe and uh, most of the world because of the European sphere of influence that became so substantial. And I mean, they they do also live in the Indian Ocean. They just don't go onto land in those places. So fishing boats from areas in Asia also had pretty close contact with swordfishes. They did. Swordfish have really influenced most of uh, the world's culture. Most of human civilization. Even Africa, which, it's a, I mean, it's a little bit further away, but sometimes the swordfish will cross into it a bit, or uh, going out in boats, they can also find swordfish. And the Americans, people on the American continent, they probably didn't come into much contact with swordfish until 1492, when the first swordfish... Sailed the ocean blue. Sailed the ocean blue, and came to America, and enslaved a lot of locals. Yep. And that's one common theory as to why uh, civilizations seem to kind of take off more and technology seem to advance more in uh, Europe and Eurasia in general than in the Americas. Like, why did Eurasia get so advanced and be able to go to the Americas before the Americas could go there. And the clearest answer, at least to me, is Mm. swordfish. Yeah, that's that's kind of a controversial view. But I want to go, you know, on the flip side, that's also why Europeans have been so violent and militaristic. Probably because of the swordfish. Whereas people in the Americas were more influenced by peaceful creatures like trout. That's very true. 
trout are the most peaceful fish. They really and would they love don't, to coexist with anyone. It, and they couldn't, like, take their weapon ideas directly from nature. Yeah. Like, it's so easy to see a swordfish and be like, like, oh, I can make that. I'm gonna make that. But, you know, having I mean, to come up with your own ideas and not just steal from the fish, you know, that's different. I mean, you know, their societies kind of, they develop differently. I'm not gonna put one above the other. That's, I, yeah, that's fair. Personally, that's I take to more of a trout view of the world. I mean, have you ever tried to make a weapon shaped like a trout? No, but that's, I that's what I'm saying. It's very ineffective. I don't think we need to fight. I think we could be like trout and just talk things out. I think if we try to fight with trout, that it might be pretty fun. That is a famous saying. Be like a trout, talk it out. That is a very common saying. Uh, now very you know common where for it children comes. to hear. Now you know where it comes from. It comes from trout being much more peaceful than swordfish. There's a famous rhyme. Don't be a swordfish. Swordfish are mean fish. It's that's kind of a crappy rhyme, know, but it's I common. Come, I didn't come up with it, okay? I know you I mean, didn't. A lot of I'm just saying. Rhymes are stupid. Rhyming a fish with fish is pretty weak. Well, it worked better in the original German. It, it did. Uh, swordfish aren't the most violent fish or mm-hmm. sea creatures, though, because we all know that would be the Portuguese man of war. Yes, there's a reason why they're called Portuguese man of war, and it is because they are always fighting. Brutally attacking each other. They are men of war, truly. Now this is interesting because, and this is true, when you were about to introduce your topic, and you said that it wasn't a mammal, Yeah. the first thing that came to my mind was Portuguese man of war. That makes sense. I it kind of, I get why you would. But they do have a, cu- a close connection to swordfish, so. They do. Largely, and I mean in several ways, but one mm-hmm. large way is that Really, the Portuguese man of war would never have come into being without swordfish. Yeah. Because of wars in Europe, mm-hmm. specifically France mm-hmm. and Spain, teaming and up to attack against Portugal, Portugal. Poor little Portugal. And they scared so many soldiers into the water mm-hmm. that they evolved and became a new species. Oh, yeah. They well, lost their, mythological origin anyway. their spines and their bones became they got a lot smaller. largely gelatinous latched onto the ocean floor and started beating on any fish that comes near them. They just and really that's why, smack them around. You know, swordfish have a lot of natural predators, but the Portuguese man-of-war is their greatest arrival. They could be considered the bully of the sea. Mm-hmm. You know what they say, try to fight a Portuguese man-of-war, you will end up a man who is poor. Oh, yeah, that's true, because they will will take your money. Because they beat you up, and they take your money, and they send you crying home to your mommy. There's a huge huge problem in in the early 1800s, and I think that's why that came into into being. Yeah. Uh, That's, I think, the agreed-upon origin. Mm -hmm. Now, back to swordfish. Back to swordfish. You know, that was a bit of a tangent on that. The swordfish might seem like they would have trouble, difficulty traveling over the land mm-hmm. because they are sea creatures you don't see a lot of fish doing that. and they don't have gills they don't have feet and to that i would say that's fair it's fair anyway swordfish yeah, very once they have traveled to the indian mm-hmm. ocean then they start setting up 
their jousting tournaments. Yeah, so that they can mate. And in order to prepare for this, as they travel on land, they have to collect the resources they will need yep. to create tents, to create armor. They get some wood. They get wood, they get leather, they get cloth. Family crests. Family crests, they, they hire some graphic designers. Mm-hmm. They hire some calligraphers, so like, can you write something cool on some waterproof paper? I need to show off to my friends. Yeah, I need to look cool in front of the other swordfish. And then they create, like, envoys with all this, mm-hmm. all these materials that they've collected. Yeah. And they carry on until they reach the Indian Ocean. They're really a boon to to European commerce for the nations that are in their migration path that year because, you know, they buy a lot from local business. They do. Swordfish really are a big spending power. Yep. And... They generate a big income for the uh, countries that they that travel through. That year where the through. population got really, really low, it it impacted the local economy hard. It was, it was considered a pretty big economic crisis. It caused a localized crisis. depression, yeah. Another reason why it's illegal to kill swordfish. Yep, partially just because another, another reason why they are vital to the European existence. And that's that's why... You think swordfish, you think the symbol of Europe. That's true. And swordfish have a lot of sway in a lot of parliaments because mm-hmm. they have so many lobbyists. They have Yeah. Now they I mean they can't join because parliament is just for humans right now. But and they're only on land for a very small portion of the year, maybe a month or so. They still influence them. They definitely are having an influence. They're writing in to parliamentary members, emailing uh, there have been pictures of um, European leaders seen with swordfish talking to them. It's good because Michael I think was seen with a swordfish just recently. I think yeah, she was. You know, swordfish deserve uh, to have the accessibility to travel across the ocean. Yeah, that's true. Okay. After the tournament, the jousting tournament, Mm -hmm. and the swordfish begin to mate, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to go into that process. Talk to your mom and dad about swordfish mating. We can't tell you about that unless you get a signed note from your parents saying it's okay. And in our state, they can't even really talk about it much in schools. Pretty much just allowed to say that swordfish... Shouldn't be having sex. We can only support abstinence-only swordfish only sex. swordfish education. Swordfish sex is dangerous. That's all we can go into. It is. But once but they've, once they've, they've done, done this the, process, the evil deed. Once they've done the horrible deed that sends you straight to the bowels of the devil. Mm-hmm. Then once they've done that. They take the eggs. And this is something really interesting. Because swordfish, they only migrate one way. They only migrate to the Indian Ocean, mm-hmm. never they don't away. Go back. They have to build complex catapults. That's kind of the end of their festivities. And they load them up with their eggs. And they fling their eggs mm-hmm. all the way back to the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah. And which, which you know, you may you may guess you're like, well, those. Eggs are going to be born without parents. That is correct. Yeah. No swordfish know their parents. They have to 
they they are born in the Pacific and they die in the Indian Ocean. And that's why swordfish are kind of kind of rash and immature. It's because they don't have good parental figures in their lives. That's very true. Um, they might one day meet their parents because swordfish can live pretty long, but that's only after they themselves migrate to the Indian Ocean. Only after you, they may be able to form a relationship with their parents after they're already an adult, but that means they still didn't have that guidance all through their adolescence. They didn't have it growing up. All of the other fish, the parents came to parent-teacher conferences and to be that swordfish and to say, you know, I can't go to the parent-teacher conference because I don't have any parents. Or, you know, maybe they, it's like a bring your parent to school or maybe there's like a school play that you really wanted your, your maybe your mom and dad to go to. But okay, well, is so it's kind of related to the... Black bear thing we talked about earlier. No, no this just, also seems very specific. I just have a lot of empathy. Are are you sure about that? Did your swordfish parents abandon you? Are you a swordfish? No. no. Did your human parents abandon you? No. Bear parents. Any any form of parents. Only my Portuguese man of war parents. Well, I mean they kind. Of, they just beat people up. You didn't lose much there. That's true. That's a good point. Oh, I feel better now. Yeah, Let's no problem. Um, well, actually... And we, are, have we reached the end? We may have, unless you have more to say about swordfish. Um, the only last thing I want to add is just... You've probably picked this up by now, but the importance of swordfish conservation, that they're not hunted or made extinct because of their importance to human society... Hashtag save the swordfish. Hashtag save the swordfish. Please tweet us with that hashtag at Pontifex. And at POTUS. Cannot stress the importance of this enough. Okay. Alright, so that's it. That's it. I do have one last thing to say. Okay, not it. This is just a tiny little tiny little thing. Tiny little okay. The Indian Ocean is swordfish Florida. That's it. Okay, uh, now we're uh, done. Yeah. Time All to right. go. Thanks for watching. All right, see you in see you two later. weeks, probably. Hopefully, unless we forget again like mm-hmm. we did last time. Yeah, it's always Actually, I did remember, kind of. But it was kind of too late. And then didn't do it. I we think I thought about it earlier in the day, then didn't start playing a video game or something. Just anyway, like bears. they don't need that behind-the-scene look. This is the behind-the-scene. This is a Scloosey. <laughs> Armchair expert Scloosey. I'm lazy. Lucy, right here, right now, behind the scene. There's, blooper. No one else would have any knowledge of this or care, so of course all armchair experts exclusives are with armchair experts. That's right. Come to armchair experts for all of your armchair experts news. Anyway, that's all it. Right, armchair Goodbye. Experts, signing out.